is the On Call Podcast. Your home for sports, news, pop culture, tech, and the obscure. And of course, your host, Michael Meyer. I've been drinking Kool-Aid jammers like I did when I was nine. Cause I like to pretend that I haven't lost a time. In the end, the nostalgia, though it tastes fine. I can only drink a couple cause it feels like a lie. We play Halo and we lay low in our basement until the sun began to rise. This is the On Call Podcast. I am your glorious and wonderful host, Miguel. And that is my hot Italian sausage, lol. Mm. Well, my friend, survived another weekend. How are you? I'm good. And uh, I have a little... A little question to run past you. I like some questions. Okay. If you practiced every day for five years in the prime of your life, and that was your only focus, how many push-ups could you do in a row? Ooh, in the prime of my life. So that's long since past. Not that long. How old? I mean, Tom Brady, well... All right, fine. Yeah, it's a little past, but yeah. I nice. I'm gonna have to say at least four hundred in a row. Okay, I could probably do four in the military. Yeah, because we did sets a hundred during during our training. You'd run, you'd run five miles in formation. Then we'd have to start cals, and we'd do that for like an hour. So we get up at three thirty. Do our chance, run for a couple miles, then work out, then run back. I'm thinking, yeah, probably in the peak if I didn't have to worry about running five miles in between. Yeah, also, your only focus, let's say your only focus is push-ups. Like, yeah. So you can, everything that exercise that you do, everything that you eat. Yeah, I think I think I could knock that out. Yeah. 400, oh, how many years? Five years. Holy shit. I could, I've got to, I got to knock out a thousand then. Five years. That's a long time to be able to focus right. on it. Yeah. So close to a thousand. Okay, so, all right. Let's say, let's say a thousand. Now let's say you practiced from there five more years. All, all this is in your prime. Do you think that you would get above a thousand or that you would reach a peak? I do feel like I would reach a peak because I think there's a certain point of, like like invest investment on return like return on investment like ROI, you reach a certain point where just you're not getting any more benefit, and I feel like much more than a thousand, I'm probably not getting much more than that. Actually, your guess is probably the closest one that I've I've heard, but I'm going to tell you what the no. uh, the current world record is: ten thousand five hundred and seven. <laughs> and I was the closest. Most people, yeah, most people are like, I don't know, like 200. Well, I've only asked a few people, but yeah, 10,507. They had to like, 
limit the time spent doing it because people would just go for like 24 hours, like just push-ups. It just blows yeah, my mind. I feel like that's true. And then it works. <laughs> oh, but if you're really, if you're like, if you're working on to the point, like it's your career, you're probably getting to a point where it's about speed and efficacy of doing the push-up. <clears throat> so like form becomes the ultimate thing. So like you're really, you're really trying to short it out, get a perfect 90. Yeah, and I, and I assume at that point, usually it becomes like a very, very mental thing, right? When it's like a bunch of elite people. Here's another one, one more. Uh, memory. So the most digits, and this is for pi, because this is set and it's famous, that you could memorize or that, or just guess what the re- world record is for digits of pi memorized. 450. Over 67,000. Oh my god! That's some Sheldon Cooper shit. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm, you know how people do it. Well, you could. We don't even know what the limit of long term memory is, honestly. I mean, you know, it's really insane. But yeah, we do, they do it by. Um, um, well, actually, that's that's something different. But I'll briefly explain chunking how we memorize shit. It's like um, we assign it. All right, never mind. I, I can't go into all this right now, but let's let's move on. Let's. And I close the door because uh, for those that are watching on YouTube can see a new microphone. I am talking on my baby shower present from Lowell, the uh, the Rode NT1A. You got to pass it down to Jax when he gets old enough. Yeah, he can he can be he can be third chair. Definitely. You can stay second. Now, as I decided I wanted a, a quieter room, I didn't realize there was a dog underneath the blanket. So now she's scatting around like she's trying to not let out a poop on the floor again. I hear the little tippy taps. Yeah, so now I'm going to have to let her out. Maybe. Just hop back on the bed. Uh, so we had the baby shower this weekend. And that was <laughs> that was an experience that I... I didn't anticipate going on when I did. The YouTubers have seen now, and some of the people have shared it with on Twitter, I did have to do the one chip challenge. Yeah, when I called you, I didn't realize that I was going to be on the video. And then you're like, love you, bro. And uh, my friend's like, uh, he says I love you. And I was like, well, not usually, but. Uh. <laughs> that could have been the last time we talked. <laughs> I don't typically do hot stuff like. Really, a fresh jalapeno, like that's you really seem like a spicy, a spicy boy to me. Uh, I eat Indian food, but like when I tell the people at the or the, the Thai food, when I do Thai food, I tell them white hot. Don't give me like, like they're hot. Like they ask you, white, like white people hot, yeah. So when I say like a three, they're like, oh, our three or your three. It's like oh, like a white, white. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> They are they they're like listen you can't handle Thai hot just just no you're not going to handle it and I was like okay white hot yeah because it's like a tolerance thing so describe the experience of putting it in your mouth because I remember you going it's so dry it, as soon as as soon as I put it on my tongue I was like okay it does feel like an old school heavy duty tostito it immediately felt thicker and then when I bit it it was it it felt thicker. Everything about it felt thicker, and then mm, nice, and it was an ungodly dry. Yeah. Like, 
even though I took a sip of beer right beforehand, it immediately all steam. It just dried out all the fluid that I had drank prior to. Mm. And then as soon as that dried up spit goes, and then it's like, oh, this is this is hot. This is really hot. Mm. And then it just it didn't go away. It, it it kept growing and growing and growing and growing. And I can't even describe it because, like I said, I eat a medium hot for Thai food. And uh, a fresh jalapeno on a taco, like, is usually as hot as I go. So I don't even truly have a comparison. I would do it again to beat somebody else again. Like, I can't say. If you did it again, could you, like, keep it together and act like, meh, no big deal like that, reporter? Maybe. I would like to hope that I could. I think I placed the chip too deep. Because I I wanted to place the whole chip in there. Yeah. So I feel like if I would have like bit it on the way, like uh, because it broke in half when I opened it. So if I had put the first the tips right there on the tip of my tongue to do it, it wouldn't have felt like it was going down my throat immediately. So every swallow you did to try to get a little chunk down, it just like grew. I wish I would have been like Homer Simpson in the old chili episode. I just coat it with a hot wax. I'm going to handle any fire. I can't even imagine. I feel like that same night we were eating like a seafood boil and he just, they just put in too much of the seafood, um, like yeah. seasoning. And it was like the a Creole. little too spicy. And I was too, like, too, too much Creole seasoning. Yeah. Gotcha. So, uh, did you, did it affect your butt? I woke up at 1230 in the morning and at 230 in the morning and it, it was there and it, it was hard to, d- I didn't feel like I was getting like the runs, but I had a weird sensation in my stomach, almost like mm. it was hunger and burning and gurgling. I felt like I was like a beef stew, like whatever was in there was in there boiling and it didn't know <laughs> how to the, register. The beer shits plus the spicy poops. Well, I imagine that happens to a lot of people, but that was it. Those, those two odd moments DMs. <laughs> yeah those two odd moments and then i was i was and good you were fumbling around on the floor after i saw you eat that chip what the fuck were you doing down there oh i had a, a towel to wipe up because i drooled uh, nicole sent nice. me a video but she sent it to me in such fucking potato quality because she emailed it to me <laughs> and said uh lowest quality uh, attachment <sighs> yeah i don't know what apple does when they decide to send an email but honest to god it was in 144p and it, was God it gives you awful. the option to send it like in different qualities, but I don't know why they would do res. Anyway, I, should, um, I was like, babe, just send it in Dropbox. It's perfect that way. <laughs> or airdrop it. Don't you guys both have? We do. Like, we have an issue. We can't airdrop together. I can uh, send her stuff, but she can't send it to me. I think it's okay. because she doesn't like to fucking update her electronics. Probably. I haven't updated my MacBook in like a year. So she got a used MacBook Air. It was a 2015 that 2015 MacBook had newer technology on it than the old used one that she had from 2012. So she last updated her MacBook in 2013. If it ain't broke. Although it is security, you know, issue or whatever. Uh, It makes it so hard to do anything. Like when we get new phones, I was like, babe, listen, you're just going to have to 
add it to the iCloud or something because I can't fix your stuff anymore. Like I can't, I can't even connect yours to my MacBook because it's so old. It doesn't even recognize it as a new phone. Man, this is the car all, all over again. Just make her update. Every time I do, she tells me she already has one dad. She doesn't need another. Really? Every time I try to guide her, she ignores me. Oh, I don't need that. I know what I'm doing. Oh, well, did you make her work an extra shift, extra shifts for to pay for that car? Because then she probably would have learned. Bro, I don't need to make her work extra. It's hard enough to get her to stop working. Oh, wow. Never mind. She is an overtime hua. Have you tried uh, beating her? Just not like a lot, just like a little bit. I've thought about it. I felt like it would be counterproductive. Just punch her in the leg so it's like, you know. That's what I do to get her like, hey, (laughs) time to do the dishes. Yeah, right. Everyone knows that Nicole's beating your ass and you're doing the dishes. I am the soccer dad. Oh, I got to ask, who is the guy that... When you first started the video, came up and he was like, "Whoa!" The big burly motherfucker. That was my uncle yeah. Bill. Uncle, uncle, what? Uncle Bill. Uncle Bill. He's nice. gone. He's gone by Billy Ho since New Year's Eve of two thousand. He looks like he knows how to fucking party. He used to really party, like way back. He looks in like the, day. the guy that he'd be. He'd be up there with you, like till late in the morning drinking, but he'd fall asleep in his chair. I don't know if I should put him on blast. He was. He's a margarita guy. He's always been a margarita guy for like 15 years. Well, we didn't have any margarita mix. If you were 50 years old and from Florida, you'd be a margarita guy too. (laughs) He's turned into like, he's from the same place I am in Beloit, Wisconsin. Oh, they're just too, they're too acidic. Right? He, he, I'd rather just drink straight liquor than like a bunch of of that margarita mix. People like, oh, I drink four large margaritas, but it's half (laughs) shots each time. And then it's all margarita mix, lime and salt. Ugh. And salt and ah, man, I, I don't have. I feel like dirty martinis than that. Well, we didn't have any margarita mix, so that was not what he was drinking. Mm, what was he drinking? Coors Light? Nope. He was drinking the drink that I had for the first time on the show, which was the uh, peach whiskey. Oh, nice! And he wasn't mixing it, and he was nice. just. <laughs> and every time he'd pour himself a shot, he'd be like. To Jacks, to Jacks. Why am I puking up blood? He he was out early. Like he slept from like nine to nine, so nine at night, and then to nine in the morning. And then he goes, "All right, guys, I'm done. I'm, I'm going home. I'm going to sleep this off. This is." <laughs> so he he really liked it. He killed almost that whole bottle of nice. Crown Peach, and it's delicious. Well, now I have to get another bottle. No, no, I, I could totally do that too. Cause it's like, it's not 40%. It's like 30%, right? It's 37.5, I think. <clears throat> oh, okay. Not bad. But it is delicious. It's so incredibly smooth. And I guess after as many shots as he did. Well, also if he ate and he's got like a hundred and something pounds, like he, on me, he must weigh like, I don't know, two, two fifty maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, if you drink, if you're a regular drinker and you eat and you're big, you can put away a lot of a lot of alcohol. He's really not a drinker. He only drinks when he comes here. Because hmm. when he's he works every he works seven days a week. He what gets he off when he he manufactures like he's a manager for a gun manufacturer that works like Smith and Wesson, Glock. What's the Uncle, one? Can you get me a discount on a gun? He can probably get, he can get you a discount on the parts. Ooh, I can build my own. 
Nice. Oh, I'll send you a pic with the one that me and him built. Well, I mean, I ordered the parts for him, and then he built it. It's really? a it's oh, a gnarly little forty four. Really? Yeah. How much? Because like my main issue, I'm, like I'm super liberal, but I still want it gun. Um, but they're fucking expensive, and every time I'm like, oh, I should buy a gun. It's the same thing. Like, oh, I should get a badass tattoo, but I'm like, oh, do I really need it? I don't know. I would love to have another tattoo because I'm a big fan of tattoos, and I was I was gonna get my cross covered up because I'm not at all religious whatsoever. I got it with my high school girlfriend. Mm, it's not bad. No, but it's really it's dude. It's so fucking crooked. That's my concern. It's like that if you get the tattoo, depending on like what year it is, in like ten years, you're gonna be like, God damn it, why do I have this? You know, it's super narrow at the cross. This part where, it, so when you see it in person, when you come down, I'll show it to you. But we used to have a ton of tattoo conventions down here, and now they're all shut down because of COVID and a lot of hellions by the used Harley dealership. But they're so expensive. How do you, and you don't know. It's hard to find a great tattoo artist, and all great tattoo artists seem to leave and go to bigger cities. Well, they're booked like far in advance, you know. And, oh, this is my apprentice. No, 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 no. I'm not paying $500 an hour for your apprentice. <laughs> $500 an hour? I don't think they get that much. Like 150 I mean, either way. Don't. Here's a, here's a, 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 a pro tip. Don't pay your artist by piece. Pay them by the hour. Yeah, yeah, because they're they're gonna have motivation to do it faster, right? I've, I've, I don't think there's anything other than Ender that I've been into after like two years. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I, like, I'm sick of that. But even her name, I'm like, well, I still think that's cool, but I'm not gonna get like a, something related to that on me. Like Ender's Game, is that what it's from? Yes, oh, okay. it is indeed. But then you know, <clears throat> turns out he's like a homophobe and all this shit. Um, I should have named her Petra. That's like the main female character from the books, but mm, I didn't. I have not. I've only, me and Nicole actually created my next tattoo that we were going to do with a tattoo artist at the tattoo show, but then he got drunk and high the night after we designed it, and he didn't show up to the tattoo convention the next day. Hmm. Tattoo convention. Yep. It's what like the fuck? incredibly popular down here. So like a lot of big city ones would go and travel through. And I think there was 85 tattoo artists there showing off all their work and stuff and then doing a bunch of tattoos for like the next three days. Found the one we wanted, had everything ready to roll. And then as you'd expect, it, I feel like it's such an unsavory career field. Like naturally, no, some of them are artists, though. I, I, no, total, wholeheartedly. There are some fabulous tattoo artists. I just feel like it's also a job that people decide to do. Oh, I'm doing these in my garage now. I just got out of the pen, and I can't get, I can't get a job. So, hit me up if you want some cheap ink. Well, I feel like that would be, if even if you were a, like a good tattoo artist, wouldn't you be like kind of be like, mm, let me just do something at a table at my house, like I can be sanitary too. You yeah. could, you'd have to be good ass friends with that tattoo artist because there's a reason he's making that kind of money. Uh, right, yeah. Um, 
Oh, I was just looking online, and uh, I, I can't drive to your house uh, to visit you. It'd have to be a flight. It's eight hours driving. We'll meet in the Too middle. Far. We'll meet in the middle. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Jackson Around Jacksonville? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Oh, we could go to um, we'll the beach. At, <laughs> we'll meet at Disney. That's Orlando. Mm. Never mind. That's, too, that's not far enough for you. Yeah. That's only no, two no. and a half hours um, for me. Oh, um, were you going to tell me about that, uh, radio guy, Sean, that you, um, you guys had like a moment or something. So I was going to tell you about it. I wasn't going to tell everybody else about it, but oh, come on, bro. I mean, what else have you got in your life? Come on. So, all right. You've called me a bitch before because I have emotions. <laughs> this is true. How dare you have feelings. How dare I? This is true. So. On Friday, I had an interview lined up, which is going to be released uh, later with a, a yeah, doctor. So that all started. I had a plan Thursday. I emailed a, a doctor that's in Canada who's following very closely on the election and everything. So, mm, What kind of doctor? Neurologist. Really? Yeah. Dr. Hmm. Rob Tarswell. Awesome dude. So I heard of him first on the Caustic Soda podcast. That's where you'll find him the most. He he helps in all the medical segments from the Caustic Soda podcast. It's awesome. Now, Dr. Rob is also, he has his own company in Canada, and they do, like, um, they specialize in x-ray stuff. Wait, Vancouver? Robert Tarswell? Yeah. He's a psychiatrist. Emergency psychiatrist, that's it. Oh, he does a lot of ER dual certifi- certifi- certification in psychiatry and nuclear medicine, whatever. The, yeah, I've he runs an, he runs an, it's, they do a lot of x-ray stuff and. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Nuclear. Nuke med is a lot yeah, of x-rays yeah. and no, he yeah, okay. is the man. He stays up to date on everything political. Ooh, I, you know what? I've been very, very interested in, uh, and in fact, like what certain things like do to the brain. So maybe, I, maybe I could talk to him. I'm sure he'd actually be pretty open to that. He's very, he's, he's one of those types of smart where he, he's not condescending at all. He's very open to teaching about everything because he knows, he just knows. So I had a scheduled interview with him for nine o'clock and at like seven thirty, I had messaged this guy on Facebook I'd reached out to him previously, and he left me on red. And I was like, man. I, so, I had to a scheduled Rob interview for 9 o'clock. somebody else? The scheduled interview was for 9 o'clock with Dr. Rob. Mm-hmm. That was on, on point. And earlier in the day, like 7 or so, I'd messaged Sean again. Sean was the number one radio DJ for a hard rock station in Madison, Wisconsin. Is it S-E-A-N or S-H-A-W-N? S-E-A-N. So if you like type up Sean the Man of Steel, W-J-J-O. Whatever happened to Sean the Man of Steel? <laughs> yeah, that's one of the posts. That's one of the top posts, I think, on like Google. Because he's not been in radio for a long time. But growing up, there's not a whole lot of hard rock where I'm from. There was like three or four classic rock stations and one current rock, hard rock station. 
And he was, he was the it dude. Just the perfect voice. I was imagining a black guy. He is, is very he? black. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. I didn't know that until he told me that on Friday when he actually called me on Facebook. And he called you on Facebook. Called me. So I'm sitting there and chilling with uh, family and a couple of friends were over to prep for the baby shower. And I did, my phone lights up and it just says, Sean, FB messenger. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is going on here? And I answer it. And it just said, yo, this is Sean. I just wanted to thank you. And I was like, wait, excuse me? <laughs> and he's like, no, Sean, the man of steel. And I'm like, oh, shit. I can't believe you're calling me right now. And he was just fucking amazing. Just telling me about how he's not been in radio for several years. Yeah, I'm um, looking at a petition right now to bring him back. It says uh, he was he was apparently uns- fired. He was unceremoniously fired by another morning crew after some foul language said by them. And he actually told me part of the story about the racism that was running rampant in Madison, Wisconsin, 14, 15 mm, years ago. Not really surprised. I wish as, as much as Wisconsin is liberal in the major cities, it's... 15 years ago, I imagine it probably wasn't. Yeah, isn't there... Is it northeast or northwest? Madison is like middle south of the state. It's like right in the middle, southern, southwest almost. So... I just meant like of the country. Oh, yeah, middle of the country. But he was... I don't know. It's north... uh, It's north... uh, East. Close to Chicago. It's still the middle of the fucking country. It's Wisconsin. What are you talking about? Middle of the country. It's the heartland. No, it's it's it, definitely to the right. We call it the Midwest, okay? Mm. So he told me about his unceremonious firing and how much it sucked, and he's been asked to come back to other stations. And after dealing with so much racism, he's, I think he's kind of <laughs> soured on the idea of radio. They're like, oh, my God, it's a black guy. And you know what? They said that the two morning show hosts, I forget what they're like, Rob and Kelly or something like that. They were saying that, oh, he threatened to hit the station manager. manager, And he's just like, I'm 6'4", 320 pounds. If I wanted to hit someone, I just would have fucking done it, man. And I was like, yeah, he probably. (laughs) That's actually not a logical argument, but um, yeah, I get what you're saying. If he really wanted to do damage, he could have. Either right. way. But threatening is different from being able to execute it. Have you never threatened your radio station manager? I mean, you've threatened to beat Dude. me all the time, and I'm no, the host. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, uh, I, so yeah, but I mean, could he not have gotten a job somewhere else? I mean, was he blacklisted, or does he? what does he do now? Is he a voiceover guy, or what? He should be a voiceover guy. Now he's just, uh, he's on disability for back issues. And he's just talking about how much he's enjoyed raising his sons. He's got five kids and like three grandkids. He's talking about love and life. Oh, nice. But he was just, he got, he got teared up, which made me tear up during the call. Thanking him about how much he meant to me growing up because 
How much did he mean? Tell me what you said to him. I told him he was one of the catalysts for me wanting to do radio because, like, there was just something about him that was just so fucking cool. And he was the number, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was the number one radio host. If not, he was, like, my number one radio host listening to the Hard Rock Station. He was the number one radio host in your heart? Yeah. yeah. If he wasn't number one there, he was number one to me. That's, like, he was the <laughs> fucking dude. He would. He had all the all the bumper stuff. So like, anytime a, a commercial would play, and it'd be like, "Oh, brought to you by ninety four one JJO." Like, so even if he wasn't on that day, every ad audio, like every ad piece, had him in it. So like, I would hear him all day, every day, and I was, and I just wanted to thank him for helping me want to be and do something like this. And he's just like, you know what? From now on. You're Mike the Man of Steel. And you I want you to keep it going. He's like, I'm not I don't think I'm ever gonna go back into being a radio. But to know that I made someone's I affected someone's life even this far since I've been gone, it just it makes me know that it was all worth it. The racism and everything that I dealt with, it doesn't even matter because like you're messaging me. Like it still meant something to you. I was like, Man. Yeah. To see uh you know, he could start a podcast, right? I told him, I was like, hey, man, I'll send you a USB mic. You want to come on down if you want to do some <laughs> stuff? I even know he sent me his address and everything. He sent me his phone number. He's like, if you ever want to talk, if you ever need advice, if you're ever worried about anything, just call me. Let's call him up. I thought about it. It's red. I saved it in my phone and everything. I don't want to lose that number. <laughs> Mike. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> Shot in the Man of Steel from WJJO. That's what he sounds like, right? Dude, like, I can't make my voice that deep. He's got a James Earl Jonesian voice. <laughs> Steve, deeper than Steven Rutnicky? Uh, I would play Try it, but uh, I don't have my mix minus. Oh, what's because it always fucking creates. What's his name? Uh. Rut, hang on, Rutnicky, Steven, no, it's, uh, yeah, nope, 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 fucking never mind. Anyway, I'll, I'll send it to you when I find it. We'll see, now, now I'm in it. Is this the white dude? He, he is a white dude, I, uh, I can't, for some reason, I cannot find him. Oh, never mind. This this guy that's bringing up is Jacob Rutnicky. He's very Russian. No worries. But so either way, from now on, you can call me Mike the Man of Steel. I was. I don't know, man. I welled up. I could feel it choking up in my throat just to know that, like an idol, reached out to me and called me, unprompted. As a that's a dream come true. Um, and he was idle just because, like, during your formative years, he was on the radio and all these things were happening in your life and you were growing up and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, hell, from, I don't know, 10 to 15, you know, the whole, the whole adolescence and teenage angst when you'd want to listen to, like, real rock music to get shit through when you want to listen to Disturb to get out your feelings. Dealing with parents' divorce and custody shit. I got the, like... And then, you know, honestly, my dad also bought me a badass stereo system, too. 
So like it had, he had like this audio box that was in the back of a trunk and he gave it to me and I put it in my car in the, in my room with a six disc changer and a tuner. So I could rattle the house if I ever wanted to listen to music. Back when Limp Biscuit was cool as shit. <laughs> um, you can't hear this, can you? No, no. Okay, it's Stefan Rudnicki. All right, Stephon. and then I want to hear Mike. I mean, uh, Sean. I don't. Ha- uh, what am I? I don't, I don't have a thing. What? It's on the internet or YouTube. Yeah, his voice is like, ugh. Is he an an orator? Is that literally his job? Orator. Audiobook performance and a roundtable. That's an orator. Uh, really? <clears throat> I call them voiceover artists or voiceover actors or VO actors or narrators. Or... Andrew, your display of temper in the battle room today is not to be. It's not him yet. It's not him. It won't be. Because he won't play again. You can... Are you still here, Bean? That's it. Are you still here? That looks like what the graduates got. And he still doesn't go. They're graduating you, Ender. Bro, his, his voice is way deeper than that. I'm really? not going to lie. Oh, yeah. you play it. I don't have it on the internet. Do you? Uh, uh, Mike? Uh, Sean? No, no, I don't have yeah. it. What? No, I, he, he quit the radio before internet thing was a big thing. Sean WJJO. That's like in... No, I can't. No. No, I can't find him. Yeah, I know. I'll send, oh. you know, I will send him a USB mic just to plug into a laptop and you can just listen to it. Mm. And I'll have him do my intro. I can make your voice even deeper than his with a pitch correction. I bet you could. <clears throat> but he was the best at it. You're goddamn right. You're goddamn right. I just sound like a redneck when I try and talk deep. Hey, yo, bitch, go get me a beer. You're about to get slapped. Talking to you. Oh, she was already... Look at that. You know, she was already ready with it. Bam. Ooh, nice. Uh, I'm going to give you a treat for the YouTube, our YouTube friends. Ender, you want a treat? Let's see Ender. Let's see the little girl. She was a bad girl this weekend. How so? Trying to eat my friend's dog's dog. Look at those uh, shiny eyes. Here you go, baby. I love the shiny eye. <laughs> you know whose voice I wish I could have is Megatron. Megatron. Wait, who's the good one? Autobots. Uh, Assemble. Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. He has a perfect voice, too. He should be doing the stories all the time. Mm. People really reached out on Twitter about that, the one chip challenge. Oh yeah, did you hashtag it? No, people just you didn't respond to my tweet, did you? I did. I said that's about yeah. right. Yeah, that, I, uh... that look of fear in my eyes on that tweet that you sent me—it was about you were not far off. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, what have I done? Hey, good girl. I'll get Nicole's video and I'll Dropbox it and then I'll send that one to you. I'm going to see if I can combine a video or something because she had the side angle and you can just watch the drool when I bent over <laughs> like that and like drooling and sweating on the floor. Like it was. Can it you was, see if you can combine a video? It was. I'm going to try. 
It was something else. I can't believe how hot it was. Mm. But I would do it again. And my, my friends that were here and watched the video, they're like, oh, okay. I'm going to order him one right now because he talks shit because he likes this really hot jerky all the time. And I like a, a, a milder jerky. I don't feel like that makes me... You little bitch. It doesn't make me less of a man that I prefer a milder, more flavorful soy-based jerky. <laughs> no, man, I got an idea. Uh, the two-chip challenge. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to know how hot it is and then go back for another. So, speaking of another challenge, my dad and cousin messaged me about 15 minutes before we came on. And they're like, oh, well, the new thing going around now is wax your armpit challenge. So that's the next one for the show. I don't understand the point of it. Let's think of our own challenge. All right. I'm also not incredibly hairy, so it wouldn't be near as bad. All right. You ever seen those uh, videos where, like, they have the, like, slap battles, you know, where, like, the guys, oh, like, slap each yeah. other? So that huge dude that, like, knocks people out. All right. So he, you have to let that dude slap your balls. Like, you... um. You, you know, you like, you dangle, you dangle them out. That's the challenge, the ball slap challenge. What's his incentive? Uh, you give him $5 every, every slap. <laughs> I'm thinking he's not getting enough. Well, he could slap like, a, you know, like 100 times a minute or well, probably not that fast, but like, uh, you know, maybe like 20 slaps a minute. It's 100 bucks a minute. Come on. Golly, who wants to tolerate line, getting line all the dudes up and just slap their nuts? I don't know. Um, all right, let's think of a real challenge, though. Okay. Uh, what's something that's kind of painful but doesn't kill you? I mean, most things that are painful don't kill you. Mm. Yeah, you can't do like a tase challenge because lots of people. Okay. Yeah, I that... already have. I already have preventricular I have PVCs. I have preventricular uh, contractions. It would probably kill me. Well, then why are you eating fucking spicy ass food when you're drunk? Oh, well, a, an electric shock is not the same thing as eating a Dorito. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I would like to see there. After having done that challenge, there are so many family members. I would have loved to watch do that as well. Ooh, nair on your nair on your butthole. You know, like the hair remover nail? Nair? Nail. Is that is that, that bad? Because I think I would do that now just for convenience. You had to pay me anything. It's not, it's not even that well, I guess it depends how hairy you are. To shave your butthole, I mean You already do that for free. Oh, that's true. My butthole is very uh very exquisite. Oh, she's eyeballing me. Can you see her? Did you, you didn't happen to listen to the episode that I uploaded this morning, right? Uh, I don't think so. I didn't realize how much we laughed at the end of that episode. She Now she looks like she's being punished. No, she <laughs> just wants to go, she wants to leave, she wants me to get her more treats or something, or she's boofing at something she hears <laughs> outside, I don't know. She's on Boof. edge. Boof, boof. So I didn't realize how much we laughed at the end of that episode, after my, uh, the, the bad word that I called Leonardo DiCaprio that I edited out, by the oh, way. The, the two I, 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 hey, yeah. You did not edit that out. I heard it on. No, it's edited. You didn't wait, hear wait. it. I heard it on the Apple podcast, I feel like. Nope, because I edited it to do the. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I erased oh, so it and covered it. People's ears. Uh, maybe. Better that than me to get canceled. 
She's just looking at you like, fuck <laughs> you looking at, boy. Uh, she's got her ears tucked back, too. It's so cute. She doesn't, she doesn't look, she's about it right now, my friend. She's all about it. And, uh, I'm going to stop my video for one second so I can make it a, look not like crap. <clears throat> so, anyway, now we discuss the one chip challenge and the torture that it was. Mm-hmm. And talking to one of my dream radio broadcasters. Mm-hmm. On the microphones, since we've talked about, yeah, and the radio interview, which that'll come up before this one. So I think I'll post that to Wednesday morning. Okay. Um, microphones like this episode I'm using another microphone which I'm incredibly satisfied with as far as mm, uh, so satisfied levels on the on Reaper are looking really good now sure today just this morning at midnight a new release their USB competition for their SM7B is the closest thing people are comparing it to. It's still not as good. Not even close. Well, close, maybe. The Sure just has so much low end, which is why it needs that cloud lifter. Mm, It doesn't even. It depends on how much gain you have. Bro, all everyone has said is how much you have to turn. You have to max out your gain on a standard board. How do I sound right now? You sound good to me. Because I'm not using a cloud lifter and I'm not maxing it. But I do have to max it out on the Motu. And so I do prefer to use a cloud lifter because I feel like maybe I get a little bit of a cleaner signal. But whatever, yeah. So if anyone is in the market for a new microphone, it's something to look at. Black is already out of stock. Is it released? Like, can you buy it? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, black's already out of stock. Why do they even make silver? It looks like shit. Silver, if I would have ordered it at 12.07 when it came out, it'd be here on the 28th. Now, of the reviews that I have seen... Oh, nice. It's... I gotta fix my camera. It is truly a mid-range microphone. Mid yeah, for sound. 250 bucks. It's pretty premium price. You, what did you, what's your... the um, the Procaster cost two thirty nine. Okay. The Procaster was two thirty nine, which it might be. It might be one ninety nine now. And this that's N- what they're going after, obviously. The NT one A, which is this one. This is two twenty nine. Last I checked. <clears throat> yeah, and I got it for one eighty. It's still a good price at one. It like at one eighty. That is a can't beat price. Yeah, he was selling it for. 200 and I said it's 230 new can I get it for 180 he's like all right so this is hard to beat considering how well it plays with <clears throat> with instruments no it sounds what the nt1a yeah oh, okay no it sounds good and then the you know the procaster now the reviews that I had seen especially the one from alpha gaming mentioned that straight out of the box the road pod mic Sounds better than the Sure MV7, which is their new microphone. Okay, I don't, I don't. Okay, the pod mic, the pod mic XLR. Yep. Out of the box. Okay, but then, but not out of the box. Meaning, like, uh, with filters apply, applied, you can get a better sound out of the SM7B. 
because it was a review because it was a review on the mv7 they spent time in the eq and trimmed uh, increased the bass a little bit scooped out the mids and raised the highs to try out the mids yeah you know divoted down a little bit because they said the biggest complaint was the mids sounded harsh and it would almost sound like it would clip that was the complaint that they had hey you watch that video the alpha gaming today clipping mids sounds like you need some more headroom bro so they they fixed it and it sounded very clean now the person that i would say that that mv7 mic would be the best for is someone who's just starting a podcast who doesn't have anything else yeah just starting a podcast i'm gonna spend 250 dollars on a sure mic now they're probably gonna buy the blue yeti which for some reason everyone thinks is great i think that sounds like shit well, I mean, it just, for some reason it was like very popular in the beginning, but it's like 130 bucks or something. I don't know. But if you for six hundred dollars, this is what I wish I had done. Um, six hundred to two fifty is not entry level, though. No, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, <clears throat> if you're thinking about getting a Sure SM7B, what you can do is you can get these like kits from um, Mike Parts. And mm-hmm. they'll have like it'll be like the kit that's like very very similar to a Neumann, and it'll cost like six hundred bucks, and you have to solder solder it together. But if you know someone that does that, or you can figure it out, um, you're getting like a three thousand dollar fucking mic for six hundred bucks no just shit. to build it. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't recommend that. I mean, honestly, like I could do everything I need to do with that one hundred eighty dollar Sennheiser or a. $100 Audio-Technica mic. Most people don't really, I feel like they don't know the difference. You know. Now, the big strength of that MV7 is that you plug it in USB into your computer and you download the Sure software <laughs> and you can get your mic to sound very nice and then you can start your podcast or stream without having to worry about a board and stuff. So, like, at a 250 yeah. price mark, that makes sense. Yeah, With cool. zero equipment. Yeah, but you can get that exact same shit for $100 or less. The Samsung Q2U is, what, 70 80 bucks. That was the other one that they said. It's hard to beat the Q2U and learn some EQ settings. See, if I'm going to spend 250 bucks, I mean, I haven't listened to the samples, so that might be a really good option. I heard, and I heard it does sound even better with the XLR. Um but what is the, I feel like there's a $300 price point mic that I'm interested in. The RE20, I think. Oh, yeah. That is, that's this one on steroids. They use, this is the compared, like if you're looking at like versus oh, 400, series. 400, never mind. Yeah, for the RE20. But if you're yeah. looking at the RE20, there's nothing you can't do with it. Hmm. Really? Plays great mic. It's a great mic if you can do like instrument. It's great for instruments because you can turn everything down. Like it, the way it captures audio from instruments <laughs> is the big draw for the RE20. I know. I hate when they like compare it to the instruments. I'm like, I don't give a shit about instruments. Right. But for but in versatility. The range for XLRs, I feel like the SM58 is just the highly, most highly recommended. It's the top dog for 25 years, isn't it? Yeah, it's, oh, 
Oh, the Heil PR40 is 330. I thought that one was pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, I like the Shirazms. I didn't love it at first, but it's it's kind of grown on me. Do you think that's because you spent the time with it with your other equipment to make it just <laughs> better? I just don't know what I was expecting, but I really, really like the frequency of that Sennheiser, but it's too bright and it's just too, like I have to very constantly worry about plosives and, and the sibilance, like the frequency response in the higher range is so bad. Like I have to DS it like hard, which you don't want to do because um, anything that you're kind of doing to fix audio just kind of... You know, that's what I think the issue is with those mics that are like, you know, what are they called? Like cardioid, like perform the marks mics you use like for live performances. Yeah, it's it, yeah, carotid, 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 whatever. It this is. is a dynamic mic, which definitely means a thing. I don't know. I haven't deep dived into mics. I don't know what impedance is. Um, I know what frequency response is because I can read a uh, frequency chart. But that's about it. Now, someone who's me who has no skill whatsoever, I do like the idea of the MV7, but it's not something I, I me don't... Me too. I Especially since Sure hasn't come out with anything like... I mean, this the SM7B is how many years old? I mean, like, what, like 15? Older than that. You think they haven't... They did it good. They haven't come out with, like, you know, a new model every year and just keep selling them and selling them and selling them like iPhones, you know? Why? If you if you make something that good, what's the point? Because I do think that's one of those things. Once people buy something, they're probably going to hold on to it. Like a microphone's not something we replace every year. Yeah, well, especially when it's built like this. I mean, it's a it tank. Lasts, this is a mic that will last you ten years. So, but you have to make sure that you're going to need it a lot. Otherwise, yeah. I am surprised at how often I'm seeing the R the the EV R the the twenty. The RE20. I have uh, the Audio-Technica 2005 USB that I sent to my very first guest when I was doing Prodigy. God, I didn't know anything back then, but... Never got that one back, did you? No, no, I got it back. Uh, so it's 80 bucks, but I actually thought that one sounded really good for an $80 USB mic. I mean, I think it did XLR too. Yeah, it does XLR also. But um, and is you can that, plug headphones in. Is that the one that looks kind of like the Audio Technica AT220? Yeah, they look the same. I don't know. It looks like a standard like mic you would see a singer with at a concert. But um, no, I, I ended up getting it back afterwards. And then some guy on Reddit was just like, you know, when the pandemic first started and every mic was sold out, <laughs> and he was just like crying. Well, not crying. Well, he just like. He couldn't find a, a mic that he could afford, so I felt bad, so I sold it to him for, like, a cheap price or whatever. Way less than you could have. Because I was, oh, well, yeah, because I was like, I got fucking, like, more mics than I can ever even need. I'm really happy with this one thus far, and it's, uh, I'm really kind of turning into a, a roadhead, is what they, <laughs> some people have <laughs> called that on the internet, which is hilarious, considering I now have a Rode Procaster. Yeah, you sound good. I've only heard like two plosives from you. A Rodecaster Pro, and now I have the Rode NT1A. Yeah, you gotta um, get a little Rode sticker and put it over that blue uh, mic stand that you got. Yeah, I Heart Rode, right there. Mm. I Heart. The sticker that comes with every Rode microphone that you buy now. 
I've actually been interested in that blue baby bottle, Mike. So blue makes the Yeti. Yep. They also have this baby bottle SL mic that like I almost bought one, but that guy with the for that mic responded faster. But yeah, it's got a weird look to it. Is that the but, one that uh, I see people hanging upside down? It looks like a '50s microphone. Yeah, exactly. It does look good. It sounds pretty good. Is that both XLR and USB, or is that only XLR? No, I think it's just XLR and requires it needs phantom power. But yeah, look, I mean, let's get the cool looking mic. You know what? Is it almost? Is it uh, kind of like one of my blues up here, almost like this color? No. Well, it's darker. Yes, the dark, the dark blue that you have you're put on your. I think um, that Alpha Gaming. That's his choice of microphone when he's broadcasting. All right, let's look see. up Alpha Gaming. I'm satisfied thus far with this little cheap ass Chinese pop filter too. This is yeah. this is a good seven dollars, I think. Oh, nice. So if anyone's looking for just a little thing instead of the giant pop filter everyone's wanting to use on their their gear right here, like Yeah, that's the mic. Yeah, Pimo type professional, like bruh. Seven bucks. Is it? That's the that's the mic he uses? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a good mic. He sounds good. But he's also got a professional sound engineer to make sure all his shit sounds primo. <laughs> well, he's got fucking uh, acoustic foam on the walls. Well, he has a bass trap and acoustic foam. But uh, as we know, those only hit high frequencies. Which they talked about like six episodes ago. Oh, really? Yep. And they talked oh, about... Oh, acoustic foam? Oh, wait. I feel like maybe I've seen this guy. His, his Harris Heller. His foams, he talked about that. He's like, I got them because they looked cool, and I was trying to build a studio and grow my channel. Uh, So why doesn't he just get new ones? I mean, it's like not expensive. He's a big tips and tricks guy. He spends a lot of time, I think, making content. This pandemic has completely changed his his channel progression. You know what I hate about YouTube? Every popular streamer, and it feels like you, or content creator, and it feels like you have to, creates these, like, clickbaity ass thumbnail images and I feel like maybe it's the grumpy old man in me but I just can't click it when it's like just so kind of like how you said I, I have dumb. to keep making titles well you're gonna make it titles but and then so for any video I have uh well I don't you do clickbaity titles I mean images but I mean I don't get that many views so maybe I should get on it why don't you contact Harris Heller at how to make it's a couple like, of em- oh, thumbnails we have this little gradient background let me outline me I'll put a drop shadow I'll put a little glow behind me I'll put a little other product in me and I'll put some text and that's it oh speak speaking of weird uh clickbaity weird clickbaity shit that we've talked about and you had messaged me, what, two weeks ago talking about that microphone or uh, uh, that camera? That what new camera? camera that came out. What's that Sony camera that you wanted that's that weird? It looks like an old, ad, like like a Matrix smartphone. Wait, what? The, the video camera that you said that you wanted for making videos. Oh, um... Like a Sony A6 hundred or yeah. What? So like he has done, he's worked with people that have d- used the old version of that camera, and how well that it works using the old yeah, one figured, compared to the it's new an older one. one. And I, it's got good um, like quality for the price, I guess. 
because I don't want to spend a sh- shitload of money because, I mean, I don't really care that much about video. It's too bad that you didn't fall in love with that camera six months ago. Look, look at what this guy says on the, my Zoom Podrack P4 review. He says, should I buy the Podrack P4 or the H6? And I said, what are your needs and budget? And he said, I need equipment. I need an equipment for podcast. Cool. Thanks, bro. That really helps me out. That for doesn't help you at all for needs or anything. Like, I'm, I have more than I need now. Like, I don't need the Procaster, but I'm also terrible at editing shit. So having these soundtracks made things so much easier because to put in the sound pads bam because i'm not good at editing audio you mean you're not good at like dropping a clicking and dragging a file onto a track well if you click and drag it into a track it also uploads it at the saved volume level what when you click and drag a track it automatically has the level that it was saved on at its original file so, like, if someone sends you, like, a wave and it's overmaxed as it is, when it, you upload it into your base, it's really high. Mm-hmm. Well, now I can control how it sounds right at the entry point, and I don't have to fucking edit nothing. Yeah, it saves, uh, it saves minutes in editing, for sure. Well, let me tell you, as someone who doesn't know how to use Reaper for shit, it well, saves me a lot of effort. Now, you son of a bitch. I'm trying. Listen, I just learned how to drop those levels down to stop oh my, our, my boosting. It's a double click in there, and then <laughs> I can drop that decibel level. It lowers all my levels on that whole oh. line. Mm. I'm sure you're doing it wrong, but that's fine. I don't think I am. I think now I do it right, because we just talked about use it. Listen. Here's the deal, guy. Here's the deal. I'm the greatest at everything ever. Everybody tells me. Where's your belt? I don't see your belt. (laughs) Everybody tells me I'm the best editor on the planet. And because I'm rounding the curve, we're going to get there. The, The best editing, the best video the guys that invented editing, I know more about editing than them. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping you were going to catch on. It's like, yeah, I'm going to make an Go ass ahead. of myself. Mm-hmm. Once we learned and you taught that the just upload from the master and you got it, you're good. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't take the extra step of uh, combining everything into one file so you can't do anything to it afterwards. Yeah, Which it turns out if you do that. I don't even know that was possible. Well, you know, you got to find out the hard way. Yeah. And I did. Yeah, because in Audition, when you double-click a file, then it opens up in the uh, waveform, and then anything you do is destructive. Like, you can't undo it. Yeah, it's that way, too, on Reaper. Yeah, so... (laughs) I have lost so many files now that it's gone. (laughs) But I do have them uploaded as an MP3, so I got that in. Like... We're gonna do a we're gonna do a training course. You find the developer of Reaper and we'll have him on. <laughs> Kenny Goya, that's the guy who does the Good Reaper tutorials. There's actually not a whole lot of Good Reaper content, but that's surprising. Yeah, it's surprising because Reaper is by far the best DAW for the price. Like, for sure. I, I maybe I like Audition because I feel like it's a little bit easier than Reaper, and then all the I don't. Like all the plugins that I have for Audition have graphical interfaces. Like the ones that I had stock ones I looked at in Reaper were just sliders. So if I'm like adjusting a compressor, 
it helps to know when the levels are attenuating, you know? Like, when it's... So, anyway. But, yeah, that was the only thing about Reaper is, like, I feel like it's a little bit bit more complex, but, you know, you could just do so much with it. I don't... I'm... 60 bucks. Yeah, or lifetime. If you just yeah. don't click, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like after a few months of it or whatever, I'd be like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna buy this. You shit. earned it. But they should. They should give you like something, something for buying it. Like, like, a, like they should make a nice plugin that goes with it, like an extension pa- expansion pack or something of plugins. And then just if you buy it, you get that. So you know, and then make a bunch of content about how to use that with Reaper. So you you don't need it, but it's a bonus. Yeah, that black dude you sent me. Was his name Mike? What black you, dude? You sent me a video of a, a Reaper pack to download. It's called Repack. Oh, I don't know. I, I just saw that. that Oh, that was just some, yeah, really small YouTuber and that said that that's like a really good pack to download. It, it is, apparently. Because I heard I found a bunch of good reviews on it, but it's also not compatible. Like, who whoever had done the most recent update on that extension... Made it so that the source file doesn't have a download point. Oh, really? You got to find a mirror? Yep. So that's that's my next goal because he does make it a way easier visual. Oh, message that guy and see if he can help you out. I should, and then I can have him on too. Oh, speaking yes. of, you know what? So speaking of it being on the podcast, someone just messaged me about that, and about coming on the podcast. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. Florida man on Florida man want to be on the show looking yeah. out for them. And then it has been so hard with the Midwest meltdown, but the beginning the first weekend in November geek peak pod. We're going to, we're going to release that episode. I recorded oh, nice. that one. That's a two hour episode. So we got to <laughs> narrow that bad boy down. Two hours. That was, we were tying one off. Uh, release the whole thing. <laughs> Too much work to cut it down. <laughs> oh shit! You're right. So I'm gonna check out this audio in my waveforms and see if this is a uh, microphone worth using. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, it didn't get destroyed. And frequency and um, gain. Yeah, I'm hoping it didn't get destroyed during transport. Good job wrapping it up too. By the way, you did good. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. That's what the ladies all say. That's right. Wrap it up. The- yeah. Good thing you don't have a. Uh, a condenser mic. Mm. Is that a dynamic? You know, dynamic mic. Is that the? It's dynamic. Yeah. Anyway, this has been the on call pod. We really devolved there at the end, talking about microphones and stuff. So, who any whoever is interested in podcast audio, message Lowell. Mm. <laughs> or- we really devolved there in the beginning and the middle <laughs> and the end. Sorry. You know what? Go to uh, Buildcast because you know what? that website actually is helpful. Hmm. I sent my buddy to there who's looking to start a podcast the cheapest way possible. Oh, really? Ooh, that's an interesting. Uh, uh, like blog poster, right? The cheapest possible way to start a podcast. He's starting with a laptop, so. Well, that's fine. I have a laptop here. Oh, I'm going to talk to him more. He's got it. He's on it. He's, he he can talk. He can fucking talk. Good for him. Hoss. Really? Yeah, my buddy Danny. I went to high school Tell him with to get him. the Q2U. That's all he needs. That's it. It's a- Anchor, and it's free. I'm on it. Yeah, let's do that. I'll, we'll get him on. We'll, we'll talk to him about it. Yeah, yeah. The we'll, beginning we'll, way to we'll, start. Uh, we'll act like we're like experts, and then we're like, give him a hard time and stuff. 
Like it's a hazing. Cheapest way to start a podcast. And he's very interested in coming on. But anyway, this has been the On Call Pod. Hey, if you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe as usual. Well, not as usual. I don't actually ever say that. Like and subscribe. Let me know how you like the NT1A audio. Yeah, versus... because if it's as usual, you've already done it. Yeah. And uh, let me know if you prefer this audio versus the Procaster, which I've always used until this one. On Call Pod on Twitter. Facebook. Have a good night, y'all. Thanks for listening to the On Call Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at On Call Pod. Interested in being a sponsor or want to be on the show? Drop us an email at oncallpod at gmail.com. For more info, go to oncallpod.com.